Hey guys, welcome to the Challenge Podcast. I'm Coach Steve. And I'm Coach Nick. And we're going to be talking about everything fitness, health, and the challenge. Let's get on with the show. What's up guys, Coach Steve here, and welcome back to another episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. In today's episode, I'm joined with our co-host, Coach Nick. Nick, how are we doing today? I'm really well, thanks Coach Steve. What is today? Today is an exciting day, Nick. Today's an exciting day, you know why? Why? because today is episode number 100 of the Ooh. Challenge Weekly Show. Triple digits, we made it, Nick. Um, yep. Just just under two two years of, of doing the Challenge Show. That's if we did one every nice. week. We have a little bit of a break here, here and there, um, but we've, we've come over just, just over two years of doing the Challenge Weekly Show, episode number 100. So big congratulations to you, Nick, for dealing with me for uh, at least 100 episodes of the Challenge Weekly Show. Um, and if you haven't listened to all 100 episodes of Challenge Weekly Show, well, you have a great catalogue of just great information, uh, information about the, the challenge, about training, nutrition, mindset, uh, injuries, we've got technique in there, we've got macros, we talk about a whole range of stuff on the Challenge Weekly Show. So if you're finding this for the very first time, welcome. If you are a seasoned listener, welcome back. <laughs> and uh, today's going to be a very, very fun episode, Nick. Yeah, I'm so excited. 100 is good in any realm, like in the gym, whenever you hit 100 of something, 100 kilos, it, it's great, isn't it? It's a good feeling. So 100, 100. 100. And, you know, if you are, again, listening to this for the very first time, think of how we approached episode number 100. You know, one week at a time, we turn up each week, we do our recording, um, we we find content to talk about, we, we, we find ideas to talk about or questions to answer. And every day we, we, we turn up each week and as we slowly tick over, we are able to climb up to the 100th episode. So if you are maybe joining the gym for a very first time and you might look at someone who might have, uh, I don't know, all the muscles you want, all the strength you want, all the body that you want or something like that, maybe in the gym or maybe you see them on social media, you know, they might be on workout number 10,000, right? And how do they get there? It's one session at a time, one podcast at a time, one week at a time. And, you know, we're an example of that, Coach Nick. So, so thank you for being that example where one day at a time, you'll get there too. So episode number one, number 100, let's get into it. Yeah, well, thank you too, because you thanked me two times. So now I, I want to thank you 100 <laughs> times, but I'll just say thank you. Thank you for being such a great host and such a good egg. Egg. Excellent. <laughs> Nick, look, I'd like to celebrate the 100th episode with a bit of a competition. All so right. The competition is to tell us your best fitness joke. Tell best us your best fitness yeah. joke and post it into our Facebook social hub. So that's called the M Challenge official Facebook social hub. Uh, tell us your best joke and use the hashtag challenge podcast and we will handpick our favorite joke and we're going to send you out a small prize um we'll see what's what's lying around in the the warehouse and the office uh, we'll send you out a, a small prize um but nick i have uh, a, a joke and it's going to be my entrance into the the jokes so all right why can athletes list, lift more than prisoners why because the pros outweigh the cons <laughs> <laughs> How good. I have one too. Um, so yeah, everyone can vote as to whose joke is the best. So my one is why isn't the personal trainer paying rent? Tell me. Because he's squatting. <laughs> 
Amazing, amazing. I, know. Yeah. How cool. I like that one. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. Well, look, you know, if we think about the meaning behind uh, a simple competition like this, is that when we approach things like our our nutrition goals, our training goals, body transformation, you know, we often are very, uh, you know, serious about it, devoted about it, maybe looking at it um, in every angle we possibly can at the the minute detail. When sometimes we need to, you know, poke a little bit of fun at it and enjoy the the journey that we are on. So this is an attempt to make it a little bit lighthearted, post your best fitness joke and take that approach um, to your training, to your nutritional goals, uh, a little bit like a like how a child would, you know, watching my, my boy who's who's one and a half now, you know, everything's a game, everything's fun for him. So as he's learning to do tasks and activities and things, everything's fun and exciting. And I'm going to invite you to be a, a, a child again, not childish, but you'd be a child again when you're approaching things like, you know, training, nutrition, something new, maybe something like the M Challenge app and, you know, look at it through a, an excited lens again. So post your best fitness joke into our Facebook social hub, use the hashtag challenge podcast. Um, and yeah, maybe by this weekend, maybe, maybe next Monday, um, we will we'll choose a winner and we will send you out a prize. It's going to be really cool. I can't wait. Let's have a bit of fun, guys. It's going to be good. Mm. Now, Nick, in conjunction with episode number 100, it's also an exciting week because the February challenge has officially begun. So if you're listening to this on the day that it's launched on Tuesday, it started yesterday. And yesterday is today because today is when we record the podcast. <laughs> so yeah. uh, today is the day that the challenge officially began or if you're listening to this tomorrow it's yesterday but it's today okay if you're following that along sounds with like alice in wonderland <laughs> <laughs> sounds like yeah look i'm basically like the rabbit uh, i don't yep. know the name in alice Funny. yes um but look let's quickly run through a, a quick speedy checklist of week one okay so if you are looking at the app for the very first time i'm going to invite you to head on over to the actual challenge website first go to the blog, blog section and look at the article called the challenge has begun where we had a range of walkthrough video walkthroughs about how to use the app um, and a little bit more information about the nitty-gritties like key dates and things like that next i'm going to invite you to spend a little bit of time in the learn section of the m challenge app specifically articles such as um, nutritional guidelines um, understanding nutrition training guidelines um, even the faq section of the learn section um, because many questions that are on the forum um, are already questions that are answered in those um, resources as well Again, nothing wrong with asking questions, um, but you might find a quicker and more in-depth answer by uh, you know, engaging in some of the articles in the learn section. Yeah, it's like it's a little bit of investment of your time to start off with, but once you know it all, um, you'll find it pretty smooth sailing. That's right. And imagine it like you were, let's say you were back to when you were 16, Nick. So that was just five years ago, right? Yep. So you were back when you were 16 um, and you're learning how to drive for the very first time in Australia. Oh. And imagine just going and sitting in a car and then maybe, you know, you're driving with, with your parents or an instructor and your instructor goes, there's a steering wheel, there's a pedal, off you go. And, you know, when you're driving, that's, that's, that's all that's really important, the steering wheel and the pedal, and off you go. And that's kind of like the, the challenge. Here's your training plan, here's your nutrition plan, you know, there, there you go. But we've all had the experience of driving a car and we all know that there is so many more moving parts, things that we discuss and study, like like the laws around driving and also things that we intuitively know and indirectly know, like, okay, mirrors indicate a blind spot, like where am I proximity of the car and all these things. So it's 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 kind of like when you're starting the, the, the challenge, you know, you've thrown in the deep end, here's your steering wheel, here's your pedal, and we have all these other things but you might need to spend some time to kind of understand it all and be a really competent driver. And one day you're going to be driving on the speed track, but at the moment we're in the, 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 the shaky uh, 
car park around the back of like a warehouse with with your with your old man or your, or your mom and you're learning how to drive the stick. Um, that that that's what we're doing right now. Okay. Yeah, um, my dad outsourced me. He, he yeah. gave me to someone else. He gave me to Road Runner. In, in, <laughs> he said, "Look, I, I just don't think we could do this together." Amazing, amazing. Yeah. But you know, I, I forever now know how to drive a manual car, though. So I did take the time, and he took the time. And at the time, I actually thought I would never drive. I thought I'll never be allowed on the road. But look at me now. Look at you now. I love yeah. it. Now, Nick, other things that we might be doing in week one that we haven't done in prep week um, is the start photo. Okay, so with the, the start photo, you will need, if you want to be eligible for the M Challenge competition, you will need the entry document um, or a, a current newspaper um, to verify your start photo that you're starting it on that date so that you're not using an old photo or something like that um, and you'll just be a, a front facing photo now just some some tips firstly think about postures um, you know we don't allow any flexing or awkward postures that might be hiding your body so it's just a front facing photos you know arm by your sides think about the background it's really nice when there's a, a plain background nothing too um, dramatic or, or um, distracting in the in the background so if you do have like a a white wall um, or maybe just some neutral bricks or something like that as your start photo um, that's a really great thing to consider and then consider the next check-ins that you'll be taking your your progress photos with so you might want to take your start photo in the same place that you want to take your end photo and your week four and your week eight check-in photos so that you have four photos that are in the same spot and you could use that to really clearly um, compare your progress and measure your progress with. Mm -hmm. Now, Nick, other things that we might be doing is engaging with the nutrition plan and starting meal prep. Now, how we engage with the nutrition plan is, is really up to you. Um, many challenges will um, go through a process of preparing their meals in advance. So they might look at their servings of protein, the servings of energy and the servings of fruits and vegetables um, and portion them out. So they might grab their chicken. They know that it's maybe uh, I don't know, 100 grams of chicken. They would cook like two kilos worth of chicken and then divide it out into 100 gram little portions and put that into a little Ziploc bag, maybe pop it in the freezer or however you choose to do your meal prep. Or maybe you construct little containers of, you know, some roast chicken, some rice and some vegetables, your little meal prep container, put that in the fridge or the freezer so that you could take that to, to work and things like that. So how you choose to do your meal prep really is up to you. Um, some people even cook fresh every day. Again, totally up to you. And then others might go and engage with some um, complex uh, recipes that you might find in the M Challenge app or other recipes you find online, which are totally fine to do. Uh, might be a little bit limiting in your pursuit for a body transformation. You know, it's just adds so much extra thought process when you could just make simple meals, just some, some chicken, some rice, some, some vegetables. Um, and if you are a little bit unsure of how to kind of construct meals, we have a range of resources in the M Challenge app in the learn section once again. Um, I've also personally created a bunch of videos on the Facebook group, so our Facebook social hub, which you can go check out as well. And of course, you can always reach out to us on places like the forum where we can offer advice on how to kind of put some meals together. Yeah, my two girls made um, overnight oats last night and they both ate them this morning. Oats, almond milk, chia seeds, jar, fridge. Amazing. I think maybe some fruit, but yeah. So they were both very, very happy to do that. And um, it was really easy for them and they were very happy and went off to school very happy today. So <laughs> I feel like the best mum in the world. 
You are, Nick. You are. Because I bought the oats, you know. You That's all I did. Yeah, yeah, you committed the like the dollar, two dollars to yeah. buy the the kilo of oats. I know. It. So good on them though, because they're they're thinking outside the square and just giving it a go. And um, I think Lucia and Zara will benefit from that. And I think that everybody can sort of take a leaf out of their book because they didn't overthink it and they went to school prepared, full of energy, like we like you to go to training in the same manner. Mm. Love it. So good. Mm. Now. Finally, we have things like our training program. So hopefully some of us through prep week have engaged with some of the workouts, tested them out, maybe um, worked out any swaps that you'd like to make. You know, for example, if your program has a leg press, but then your gym doesn't have a leg press and want to swap it for something else, you've kind of made that decision to, to make that swap. Um, not many people make swaps in their training plans so don't feel the urge that you need to make lots of swaps or changes. Um, however, you, you can if you wish. So there's always that freedom to make that swap, which can be really helpful if you go to the gym during a busy time and you don't want to wait around for certain pieces of equipment or space or anything like that. There's always freedom to swap exercises around once you begin the workout. Um, and then if you uh, maybe miss a session on a particular day or you want to do an extra session, we hope that you found the browse tab of the, the training section and you could browse for um, almost all of our um, workouts and we have almost 300 different workouts. So that's enough to keep you busy for the entire um, 84 days of the challenge. So you could do, you could try to do all 300, but uh, good luck. Um, so there's a, a range of different training programs there. Again, if you have any questions around training, like we have a, quite a few on the forum already, please reach out to us on the forum. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a little trick with uh, browsing through workouts is if you find a particular workout that you enjoy, um, you can click the like button and that would shortlist it into the liked section, um, which can be helpful if you want to um, maybe do workouts on different days. So maybe you put in that you want to train Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, but you have a busy schedule and you want to mix it around. It might be easier to like those workouts so that it's shortlisted in your liked section. So then when you go to complete them on a different day, let's say Tuesday, you can just find it very quickly in the liked section. Yeah, absolutely. I like that feature. Like. 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 Mm -hmm. Nick, let's move on to our next segment here. We have the community highlights where we highlight some members of our community. So Nick, take us away. Who would you like to highlight? All right. So this one's really good because we're kind of tying in with the meal prep thing. So Ben Fitz, who makes some great meals, he says, um, it's that time of night, flathead chunks with a garden salad and sweet potato air fried chips. So basically that's fish, some salad and some potatoes, even though it's called something, you know, he's made it sound like a recipe. It's really those elements broken down. I just had to say that he didn't say that bit. I said that bit. Um, you are what you eat. That's what he said. And he just said, have a great Tuesday because that's when he made that food. So so, for example, you know, I will make barramundi in the air fryer with some green beans and I could call, I could say barramundi with the green beans there. Or I could just say, you know, air fried, you know, here's my dinner. So it's it's how you look at it in a way. Yeah, no, totally agree. And Ben is a really great example. He's constantly posting his uh, meal prep where you have, you know, a dozen containers and each meal in the in the container, which is very challenge-like. Love it, love it to bits. Um, and this, I saw this image, a really great image, and he just had a piece of fish, uh, garden salad, and some sweet potato. And in the challenge, we call that the protein, the fish. Um, you know, garden salad and sweet potato would be our, our vegetables, or you could have the garden salad as your vegetables and your sweet potato as even part of your energy if you really wanted to as well. So he's constructed this plate of food from the portions um, on his nutrition plan, which is just perfect. So thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. We love it. We really appreciate it. 
and we're happy for you. And his physique reflects that. So yeah, it's good. All right. The next one we've got is Jin Eastop. So she um, has been top 10 two times, Jin. So she says, 13K walk this morning, discovering more of Noosa's incredible coastline, more good luck than good management, having a week's getaway the week before it all begins. But I've used prep week to get my walks in and wind down, ready for another awesome 12 weeks. Love it. Love it, Jin, showing us that during prep week, you can still find time for yourself um, and then, you know, roaring into the challenge with some great energy. So that's awesome. Yeah. And she's getting her habits sorted, which is great. Next one is Cody Pauly. So Cody says, I am stepping out of my comfort zone and doing new things. So looking forward to crushing this challenge one day at a time. No more excuses or I'm goners. All in. Ooh, Cody. Oh, no. Love it. Go, Cody. Remember that name. Yeah, Cody's going to show us some good things. I love it. I reckon. Nick, I've got a few here. So the first one goes out to Sarah Pepper. And Sarah writes, so happy after a nasty knee injury in August last year and surgery in November, have finally cracked 10,000 steps. Well, actually, 10,764. Sarah, love it. Congratulations on making the five-digit step count once again. Um, I've personally gone through um, a knee reconstruction myself um, a few years ago. Gosh, maybe 20 uh 17 18 now um so it's not all over you have you do have time um and now you know i'm comfortably squatting in the over 200 so you know we our body is strong it's resilient we can always come back and, and sarah's showing the early signs of that so go sarah fantastic i love that next one goes out to annette aston and annette writes have to say, I'm absolutely loving the new format for the podcast with Coach's Corner added. So informative and relatable. Whew. Nick, a bit of a, a shameless plug here. We had to put in Annette here. Um, but mm. yes, so thank you, Annette. I'm glad that you're enjoying the brand new Coach's Corner, which is released on Fridays. And we're up to episode number five, I believe, Nick. So we are still in the early stages, not at episode 100. Um, no, so, it's so just a baby. Early. Just a baby, yes. Uh, so go check out the Coach's Corner where Coach Nick and I offer our tip for the week. It's a short episode, maybe 20 minutes, half an hour, um, and quite more informative where the Challenge Weekly Show, a little bit more highlighting our community. Mm, really good. Nick, last one here goes out to Laura McWinsper. And Laura writes, hashtag challenge goals. I've got, to, I've got a lot of focus on this challenge. The gift at the end of the month long trip to the UK where I undoubtedly add some kilos back on. But when I get back, I'm due for a double mastectomy. So got to keep the weight managed manage for a few more months as I won't be able to do a lot. Focusing consistency is key. Joining a new shiny gym today for extra motivation. Get excited. Whew. I wanted to highlight this because, you know, Laura's making herself um, seen by posting her goals. Um, and I think that's what we all really should do, you know, make ourselves seen. Um, you know, of course, we get a little kick of, of dopamine when we post about our goals because it feels like we're achieving those goals. Um, but by making ourselves, you know, a bit more accountable, making it a real thing, you know, you posted it out into the social media sphere, um, you know, can help us to kind of make those choices every day to move a little bit closer to our goals. Uh, so thank you to, to Laura for showing us that. Thank you so much. That's really, really inspiring. So thank you for everyone who was part of our community highlights this week. If you'd like to be highlighted in our community, uh, simply post about what you're doing. Um, make a post in our Facebook social hub. Um, Coach Nick and I are, are always um, in that group and, and engaging with members there. Um, and, you know, you might be featured just like the rest of the team were here. 
Yeah, it's worth it because then you can be on Spotify and other platforms and then you can um, share it with your family and say, I'm on a podcast. That's the best. So good. Uh, Nick, let's move on to our final segment here. We have the Q&A segment, segment, question and answers from our community. So the first question Mm -hmm. comes from Lee. And Lee asks, I used the challenge app before, just wondering with the meals. There's ingredients for dinner and lunch. Is there a recipe or guide for putting it together? There's pasta, tomato paste, lentils, lean beef, and veggies. Just a bit confused with it. Can't imagine a spoonful of tomato paste tastes that good. Nick. What advice do you have for Lee? Okay, so um, being Italian, I could almost eat a spoonful of tomato paste and get away with it. Yeah, I could too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that said, um, I think sometimes we overcomplicate it because we look at the ingredients and, and we're not sure. We say, are we supposed to just eat this on its own? It's like a puzzle or do we combine them? Now with this one, if you had to think of what food this could be, what springs to mind is something like a bolognese. Now, that's your bare bones for bolognese. That's going to taste really nice if you put that all together with um with your pasta. Um, so there's no real necessarily uh, recipe because, to be honest, we're not really a cooking app. We're a body transformation app. So in a way, the secret to, to body transformation is to remove too many variables, like too many sources, too many things that, that are really hyper-palatable so we can really accurately track your body transformation. So we give you the bare bones and we say, have a go of eating that. Um, often it's things that you have in your cupboard. That's the other thing that we really need to get across. It's not it's not going to be terrible. It'll be something like a can of tuna. It could be some salad. There's no real special method of putting it together unless you've got, you know, your nonnas bolognese, that sort of a thing. But in general, it's going to be ingredients that will taste nice together if cooked and blended together, or you can swap them around. If you're, if you're not a fan of tomato paste and lentils and things, you could just have beef and veggies and perhaps you could swap the pasta for some noodles and off you go with the stir fry. So you just got to be a little bit creative, but at the same time think, conservatively creative in terms of just learning about how foods fit together, what they are and how they nourish your body. Once you learn that, then you can start to drive your Ferrari. So at the moment you're just learning about different types of fuel and you can see that Ferrari sitting there and you've had a different car and you're not quite ready to drive it, but soon you will jump into that Ferrari, the Bolognese Ferrari. Yeah, Nick, no, I completely agree. You nailed it. And you're right. You can have it any way you wish. Like maybe you want to have a beef steak with some pasta on the side. And maybe you do want to have some, some lentils with some tomato paste mixed together. That, that sounds pretty nice with some veggies on the side. Yeah. Uh, um, you, know, you and I, though, you see, we're very similar. We don't get too fussed about these combinations. Like if someone gave us that, we'd go, okay, I'll put that together somehow and then I'll move on. And um, I, I don't know why that is the two of us, but we don't get too fast, do we? No, no. Um, yeah, but that's okay. Like, I think when we look at the the ingredients here, it can make a really great spaghetti bolognese. Um, it can make a range of different recipes. Um, it can make a range of different meals. Um, or with a few minor swaps, you can make it into almost anything that you are probably currently having for dinner maybe two weeks ago before the challenge started. Yeah, that's the other thing. And that's really important for people to understand 
you probably have 90% of those ingredients kicking around or you've had them before. That's one thing. Two things is maybe make three different go-tos and just have them swap them around. You don't have to have different meals all the time at all. Just three different go-tos that you swap around for the challenge. Yeah, that is, that's probably like one of the secrets because um, mm. as you practice those meals over and over again, um, you get better at portioning those meals um, and then creating those meals. So yeah, I think repeating it over time is probably like a, a big secret. And, you know, we've spoken about that in the, the podcast, even uh, I think more recently, maybe within the last five or four or six episodes. Um, so you might be recalling that if you are a, a, a seasoned listener, um, but we, we, we spoke about things like this before. Mm. Nick, I want to move on to the next question from Peter. And Peter writes, hello, super coaches. Hello, super Peter. And Peter writes, um, what would be your recommendation for the amount of time spent training in the gym for maximum results? I'm looking at training six days per week with Sunday Funday being my rest day. Okay. Um, so I think this question is really talking about like the dose of training because training time is a hard number to quantify. Yeah, sure, you can go, Steve, well, I don't know, you can look at the time and see how long you spend in the gym. But, you know, I know powerlifting bros out there that will spend two hours and do, you know, five sets of squats for their workout. And then I know some other, you know, quote, cardio bunnies who would do 20 sets of exercise in, in five minutes. So the time that you spend exercising doesn't actually quantify the effectiveness of that workout. So when you say, how much time should I spend in the gym for maximum results? It's, it's tricky. Okay. Maybe in a different way, you know, you could go run a marathon and take you four or five hours, depending how fast you are, or you can go and do a, a 10 minute, 20 minute hit session. What effects on your cardiovascular system would provide maximal results. Now, in terms of maximum results, talking about dosing, we measure it via the total volume of exercise we do. Volume meaning how many sets of exercise we do in conjunction with the load that we use, volume load, how much load is applied to our body. Now, for more kind of targeted optimal results, a good starting point would be about 10 sets per muscle group, depending on how you kind of divide the, the muscles, muscles up. Um, and you know, we want to be training those at least two times a week. So let's say your chest, let's say about 10, 10 sets. That might be three exercises, three sets, three sets, four sets. Maybe you've got like a bench press, chest fly, and then a push up or something like that. And that's kind of spread out across at least two doses of um, training. Okay. Now, Peter is choosing to train six days a week where most of our programs are designed around four days per week. So he might be designing his own training program. Totally fine, totally, totally fine to complete. The limiting factor would be if you're going to train six days a week, you know, you want to be keeping your volume in check, making sure that you're recovering after each session. And a good ballpark would be to aim maybe for that 10 sets per muscle group. And if you are trying to specialize a little bit, maybe you want to focus a bit more on your, your chest for this next month of training, or maybe your legs for the month after that, you know, kind of targeting areas, you might push it up to like 15 um, or even 20 sets in that specific muscle group. It wouldn't be wise to do 15 or 20 sets for every muscle group because, you know, we all have a finite amount of energy that we can put towards training. So let's say we have 100 units of energy. Um, you know, if we divvy that out into lots of different training sessions or really long sessions, those training sessions now have only a small amount of energy, which correlates over to maybe a, a decrease in performance. Because when we train, we want to have it at a high intensity, high energy level. We want that training session to deplete a lot of our energy um, so that we theoretically can't train six days a week because it's almost too much for our body to, to cope. So the real answer here, Peter, is that there probably isn't a 
um, a, a maximum time to spend in the gym. I would argue through sports science that if you are, you know, over this like 90 minute, two hour mark, you probably need another source of carbohydrate, maybe something like, you know, half a gram per kilo of body weight of, of carbohydrate. Um, and that could be you know, a sports drink or another that a bit of food. And you see that in endurance athletes. So Nick, you probably experienced this, you know, if you are tra uh, training or competing for longer than, you know, an hour, two hours, you probably want to have a source of fuel. Maybe you have a gel or a, a, a Gatorade drink, like that type of type of thing as a bout of carbohydrates. That's the only limiting factor. I mean, you could train for 10 hours if you really wanted to, if you fueled yourself enough, but then you go, well, is it effective enough to provide an overload stimulus because if I do, you know, a couple of sets of squats, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty gassed. I couldn't be training for another 10 hours um, after after that. So it's hard to say time-wise, Peter, but in, in, in a ballpark, 45 minutes to an hour is probably a, a, a good good time limit, yeah. Yeah, there, there are definitely times when you want out. After, you know, a couple of sets of squats, you want out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, so good. Nick, next question from Peter as well, but P-E-T-A. Well, Peter. Peter. Peter writes, I'm looking at my nutrition for the next week on calories, but how do I know how much protein in grams total over the day I should be eating? Whew. Nick, what advice do you have for Peter? All right. So there are two ways to approach this, but um, I don't want to rave on and on. Firstly, if you eat everything on your plan, you'll be absolutely on point because that's the beauty of this thing that I'm not sure that we emphasize enough. It's all worked out for you. So you don't even need to worry. Um, it's not like a MyFitnessPal where you have to juggle it around and do it the opposite way. It's all done for you. The quantities of protein, everything are exact for your goals that you've specified. However, just say that you do want to know you're curious or you want to do the plan, uh, not using any of the foods that we have on there or in a different way. If you want to do an if it fits your macros type style, whatever it is that you want to do, all you do is you tick off everything on your plan. Remember to press the tick twice and the green tick, and then it will give you up the top what protein you should be eating. The end. The end. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's. it's that, that's straightforward. The target that we use is two grams per kilo of body weight. That's the, the, the target that we use. Is that a hard and fast two, two kilos per two grams per kilo of body weight? I, I would say no. Like, I think it's a range, you know, anywhere between like 1.6 to 2.4 um, is a good range to aim, aim for. But, you know, two, two grams is a great calculation. So just take your body weight, Nick, I'm about 100 kilos these days, double it, 200 grams. Great. That's my target. 200 grams of protein have a little bit less, it's fine. If I have a little bit more, that, that, that's fine as well. Um, but why even try to do any math or calculations when I have the app to do it for me? So um, that's, that's a nice one. Yeah, so that's that's that. That's that. Yeah. Nick, final question from Annette. And Annette writes, Hi, I've been prepping and trying to follow the plan. I logged my first day of eating food yesterday. I'm so full, I haven't been able to eat any snacks. I'm not I'm not reaching my calorie intake. I'm not a big eater, so I'm struggling with the plan. Any advice? Whew. Annette, uh, first thing I want to say is that you're not alone. Um, a common comment that we receive with our nutrition plans, um, mainly because we focus on these higher volume foods, um, you know, the, the foods with low energy density. So I'm talking about how um, if you were to compare 
let's say a Mars bar, you know, you, you've got a Mars bar, maybe those little fun sized Mars bars about as big as your thumb, that for argument's sake might have, you know, 100 calories in that Mars bar, the size of your thumb. Um, and that could be equivalent to eating, let's say, uh, 500 grams, half kilo of lettuce, right? So, you know, that could be as, as big as my head versus the size of my thumb. So when we look at calories uh, in our plan, it, it gets tricky because uh, they're not always equal when it comes to the actual volume of the, the food. And our plans bias some of these higher volume foods to make sure that you're full, so that you're not, uh, you know, reaching for the cupboard for snacks or, you know, this quote, starving yourself to achieve your goals. Um, this can be new for some people, where they might be spending a lot of time having very energy dense foods like the Mars bar. So they're just simply not used to that stretch uh, response in their stomach. The other side of the conversation, Nick, is that some people uh, actually have like a, a, a fear of food. So when they are eating a certain volume of food, there's a fear that they're going to overconsume and that's going to make them overweight, make them fat, make them gain weight. Um, and that could be something that we're experiencing as well. So your plan might have a lot of volume, but very few calories. And by saying, oh, I'm full, that's how you're responding mentally to eating a higher volume, because you'll be anxious, you'll be worried, you'll be scared that you are over consuming. So oh, I, I, I'm full. And you're misinterpreting that as, as a fear rather than a full. Okay. So what can we do? Well, look, firstly, if you don't meet your caloric goals, it's okay, not the end of the world. Um, you know, we kind of have a, have a target that we're trying to aim for. If you're trying to gain weight, you probably want to get closer to that target so you're in that energy surplus. If you're trying to lose weight and you are having fewer calories than your target, um, yeah, that would mean that you're losing more weight. Is it optimal? Uh, probably not. You know, you're, you're probably going to be into a position where you are losing too much weight too quickly, maybe experiencing some bouts of being hungry, maybe more likely to binge eat. Maybe you are not performing as well as you could be in the gym. So uh, like you probably want to be getting close to your calories, but if you don't, it's okay. Don't stress. I'm sure that as you increase your step count, as you increase your intensity in the gym, you may be happy that your plan has some food on it, especially when we move into phase two, phase three, when those calories start to drop, those food portions start to drop, and you might be starting to be on the other side of the conversation, be like, ooh, I'm feeling the pinch a little bit, I'm a little bit hungry. The final thing I wanna say is that you can always swap foods out. So if you have 500 grams of lettuce on your plan, maybe a bit too much lettuce, you might wanna swap that out for a food that's more energy dense. So let me swap it out something like rice. Um, or olive oil, and you might find that, hey, I can have half a kilo of lettuce or five milligrams, um, milliliters of olive oil, and you might go, well, one's going to make me really full and satisfied. The other one might be a little bit of a dressing on my, on my, whatever's left of my salad. <laughs> um, so in it, you're not alone. Uh, it can change. Yeah, definitely. Nick, let's wrap it up there for episode number 100. We made it. We made it. Congratulations. And um, I'm looking forward already to episode 101. 101. Look, Nick, no, 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 no. I'm looking forward to episode number 200. I know. I was going to say that. But then I just thought, you know, say if you're doing a deadlift and you, you're you looking forward to double your PB already. No, nah, Nick, Nick, why are, we, why are we even thinking of the 101 or the 200th episode? Let's think of the 1,000th 1, episode. Can okay. Another, How old will you be when we get to 20 years 
or like oh. 18 years of the challenge. So I'll be well into my, my uh, late 40s. Um, Your kids will be growing up. Uh, if we do one a week, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we in the thousandth episode, gosh, one day. Maybe we'll just have to start doing them as often as Craig Harper does and then we, we'll smash yeah. them out. I reckon if we do one, like multiple a day, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I digress. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Challenge Weekly Show. If you enjoyed the episode, let us know. Make sure you post your best fitness joke into our Facebook social hub. Um, use the hashtag Challenge Podcast. And next week, we'll announce a winner, maybe in the podcast, maybe in our Facebook group. And it's going to be picked by uh, Coach Nick and myself. So uh, if you have listened to more episodes, you might know my humor. You might know Coach Nick's humor. So you might play uh, against that. And Yes, and please. That would be so cool. That's the most fun thing I've heard of since, um, I don't know, my since ever. jumped on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thank you, guys. We'll see you in the next episode. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in, guys. If you like the show, share it with a friend. Or leave us a review on iTunes to spread the good word. See you next time.